Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to The Good, The Dad and The Ugly, the podcast by dads, for dads, and for anyone else interested in the topic of fatherhood. This is blokes talking about stuff, important stuff, dad stuff, the good and the ugly sides of it. I'm Seth, a first-time dad, and I'll be joined by my pal, Jamie, a soon-to-be dad, along with a different guest on each episode. And this is essentially our month-by-month account of what we're going through and what's on our minds as we foray into these unfamiliar, joyful, and often choppy waters. Choppy waters. Choppy waters. Hello again, and welcome to episode six of The Good, The Dad and The Ugly. Thank you for downloading. It's me, Seth, and with me, as always, is the irrepressible Jamie. Hello. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm, all, I'm a bit, I wasn't going to say I'm a bit itchy. I had my hair cut today, right. as you might be able to tell. And you know when you get the, the hair on the inner part of your... Didn't they give t- you those? Yeah, but it didn't work. Oh, right. Yeah, it's, um, but other than that, I'm good. Yeah. Someone asked me the other day, uh, obviously who doesn't know you particularly well, they were like, when's that guy, Jamie, and, and, and his girlfriend going to have that baby? I feel like I've been listening for ages. <laughs> three weeks. Uh, yeah, about three weeks with 37 and two days. So pretty much any time now, um, really. We're full term, officially now. Officially so, full term. Officially full term. So it could, um, could happen any day, I guess, which is um, exciting and terrifying in equal measure, I think. I think you've got it under control. You always look pretty collected. Yeah, I, I guess I do but at the same time i have those moments of real massive like sort of pangs of not anxiety but just kind of like is is a is this really happening and b are we ready i guess are the two main questions but then you kind of like go yes it is and i guess we are yeah i guess so i hope so yeah there's a certain like sound of resignation in in your voice well what can i do about it yeah it's true (laughs) it is too late to change it yes i could run away but I'm not going to do that. Yet. Yet, yeah. yeah. We've got other stuff to talk about. We do. Obviously, but um, I think we might put that on hold and introduce our very special guest for today. Who, who is your daddy and what does he do? His talents include, but are not limited to, being a dad, obviously, acting, star of uh, reality TV, the king, in fact, of the jungle, and probably most famously for being in a hugely successful pop rock band. Ladies and gentlemen, in the studio with us here right now, it's Matt Willis from Busted. 
Hi. Hey. <laughs> That's such a build-up. I was like, well, do I say anything? Do I sit here and take it? What do I do? Yeah. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm really good, man. I'm really, really good. The sun's been out today. It's been, it's been good. It has been a nice day. Yeah, it's yeah. been a nice day. A bit too hot, though. I've been a bit sweaty. Have you? You're Sweaty and itchy. <laughs> That's partly to do with your office, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite hot in there. But at the same time, I could do with the air being cleared. I feel like I'm putting it down on it being a nice day. We should we should we should celebrate celebrate in yeah. London it being a nice day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was in a, I was in a studio today that had um, that had windows. It's very rare for a recording studio, and it had these big, massive windows that were just glaring in all day. So we just saw loads of people enjoying sunshine, and uh, yeah, That's it was nice. nice. It was nice, man. It was nice. It's vibes. As I said, what's going on with you and Eliza? Good question. Actually, I feel a bit guilty because uh, I just spoke to Alice and. Um, so Eliza basically was booked in to have... So Eliza's my, my daughter. Right, OK. She's five months and a bit old. Oh, right. She just had her third round of jabs today. Oh, my God. And um, I always feel quite guilty because I don't have to go... I, I'm usually at work. Right. always at work. So Alice is the one who has to... My girlfriend has to take her in for the, for the jabs. And I always feel quite guilty because, you know, they can get quite kind of unsettled and upset about it. Yes, um, and I spoke to her just before coming in, and she said that she's not herself. So I feel a bit bad. Shabby. Right, they sometimes can get a bit ill from the jabs, so can't they? they can they get can, a bit yeah. of a temperature and feel a bit rubbish on them. I mean, I've actually taken mine to a to a couple of jabs because I've been off, and Emma's been working on those days, and um, and it's hellish. Really, it is one of the worst things ever. Like I remember um, our newest um, addition, Trixie, where I had to take her for uh, her jabs not too long ago, actually, and it was. Um, it was horrible. It was horrible because you have to, they have to do it. Yeah. You know, you have to hold them still yeah, right. and they have to stick a massive needle in their tiny little leg. And oh. it's just like, and then just when they've recovered from that one, they do it in the other one. Oh, mate. Like, mate, it's so horrible. So how old's Trixie now? Trixie's a year. She was a year last week. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Yes. Thanks so much. Thanks. She's wicked. Yeah. And what's the age difference between Trixie and Ace? Ace is five. Um, oh wow that's so, quite a big difference yeah it's quite a big difference yeah I mean Isabel's Isabel's eight in a few weeks so um, so uh, Isabel's eight Ace is five and Trixie's one was the third one Trixie planned yes yeah yeah the, fir- the only one we planned oh right um, okay. like um, yeah we kind of um, I think to be honest it wasn't really my idea I think it was more um, my wife's idea she was going to be 40 and she just kind of went you know if I'm going to do it I should probably do it now Yeah. and she didn't want to look back and regret not having another one you know so yeah we just did it and it was um, it was wicked how twisted did your arm need to be uh, before and not know? twisted at all really like, no, I mean, well I can I, to be honest when, when we first talked about it I was like We've only just started sleeping, you know, which is, you know, which is a big thing, yeah, dude. You're yeah, gonna, yeah. you're gonna know all about this soon. But okay. so it was like, um, it was like everything's kind of cool, you know. They they go to school and they go to bed and they sleep through the night, and we've got our own room and it's really nice, you know. And um, so the thought of doing that, and also then you get typical kind of thoughts of, um, I don't think I remember what to do, and like yeah. that's a bit weird, you know. Like so, um, having a baby, like whenever, but it's different when it's someone else's baby and they kind of bring their baby. Around and you're a bit cautious and scared mm. because it's someone else's baby. I was thinking it would be like that, but then it all just comes flooding back. And yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's. I mean, we've talked about having three kids. Like right. the people. No, no, not me and Nat. Oh, whoa, right, whoa, oh, no, right. no, no. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. As in, right. we that's have, what I thought. I saw oh, on this pod, we have talked about people who have three kids, and I think right. it's. I think there's there's definitely a school of thought to say people who have three kids are 
crazy because it's it's just so much more like that jump from two to three kids is kind of did you find that have you found that such a yeah i found it quite extreme so it's a lot different i mean in the back of my head i'm always thinking am i leaving one out do you mean like i'm always very cautious of that because i never want them to be like when um you know like um, you don't want them to feel you know resentful for the new baby you know so i was kind of constantly thinking you know i don't want anyone to feel left out you know but so far i think it's all right so Matt, obviously you and you and Emma, you know, you I guess you could say a celebrity couple, even though you probably don't really like that term, do you? Is that something um, that you kind of cringe with? A or? little bit, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But, yeah, I, but I, someone, I know, you know, I know what you're saying. Yeah, 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 busy, like yeah, yeah. you know, always on the yeah, go. Yeah. Like, was having kids kind of quite a big decision? Or was it just something that you just both knew you were going to do and did it, or was it something that you kind of had to kind of talk about a lot, especially with timings of careers and things like that? I mean, no, not really. I mean, we, we just got we just got pregnant. Mm. And we're just like, oh, right, wow, okay. Um, uh, Yeah, I don't don't, know. To be honest, it didn't really sink in for the first six months, like, really, that we were going to have a baby. I just Mm. kind of, I don't don't know why. I didn't really, uh, it's not like I got told she was pregnant and freaked out. Like, it was like, it took me six months to freak out. (laughs) (laughs) But then uh, um, six months in, I was like, I was suddenly like, oh, my God, right, this is actually, this is fucking going to happen, like, soon. Whoa. You know, so. um, How old were you at the time? I was 25. Okay. Yeah. That's reasonably young. Yeah, like, well, well, no, I was 26. I got married at 25. So, yeah, 26. Yeah, it's a bit of a shock, mm. you know, but kind of cool. I was kind of cool with it. And I was kind of like, right, great. You know, like, but, you know, I didn't ever think that that would happen to me at 26, you know. Yeah. And what were you, like, what were you both working on at the time? Like, you weren't still in Busted then, were you? No, no, no. I was doing theatre. I was, um, I was, uh, I'd just done a small play when I found out that. And then um, she was, um, she was doing, um, she, I can't remember what she was doing. She, I think she was doing something on Channel Five, like a panel show with Ian Wright. Right. Oh right, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, like a God. like a lunchtime kind of news kind of thing. Yeah, and then all yeah. change, and then all change. Yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, it was crazy. God, well, it's, I mean, I, it's probably better that way that you weren't in a band, so you weren't touring and being away yeah, from home. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, that's that's the the, the one the one bad thing about about being in the band is is being away from your home all the time you know but when i was not having kids it wasn't that bad but now it gets progressively you know more annoying mm. how do you find that though like now with the the re- you know reforming of busted mm. and obviously you had muck busted before this did you you know going on tour and and being with people who aren't in don't have the same you know situation back home as you do and they're, they're all going out or whatever i mean what's the dynamic there is it quite tough for you to kind of like the, the the longer it goes to kind of do I mean you must start missing home massively and find that yeah I mean I can normally do about three weeks and then I kind of want to come home you know wherever I go like we just did a tour we just finished a tour a, a, about a month ago and that was that was three months so kind of away you know which was which was rough you know but um, I mean for the first part it was UK so I'd see them like once every nine days or something I'd come home for a day off or something and then we were just away for like you know, in Japan and Europe. So it was kind of like, I was just gone, you mm. know, but uh, I mean, that, that it was, I think it gets hard for everybody, I think, because it's, um, you know, it's kind of, it, it sucks for them and it sucks for me, you know, and, but FaceTime is, is a game changer. I know it's the most ridiculous right, yeah. thing, but that is like, I read my kids a story before I go on stage. Yeah. So, I mean, I get well, a good bedtime story on FaceTime and then I go on and do a gig, you know, so it's, um, but it's crazy, but it's, it's just part of the, the job, but then I'll be at home loads you know like so it goes in waves you know like um like emma's the same you know she'll be busy but she's um like emma's fucking good at this shit i mean like she's very good at being a mum. she has it 
down you know so she's very good at finding work family balance and scaling that correctly do you know what i mean like she's mm. very fucking good at that i'm not so good at that because i don't really have a my job is like right you need to go and do this now okay see ya yeah i need to go and do this now you know so yeah. it's um it's a bit different but um yeah that's the only bit that sucks about being in, in a band really is touring did you bring them out to see you no, no. In the UK, I did. They came to like, um, like my daughter came to a few shows. My my son is five, gets a bit bored. He lasts a song and then wants to watch the, you know, the, get on the phone and watch some YouTube stuff. You know, so do you, do your kids like your music? Do you try to kind of? Uh, I don't know. I think they they pretend to. You know, like I don't know if they really love, especially the last album. I think I don't. I don't really think they were that into that like my daughter likes some early busted stuff but um but the new stuff who doesn't she's, she's, yeah, <laughs> who she's, doesn't? she's not into the new stuff too much no. oh really yeah, yeah well yeah. talk about the new stuff like because that, that's been out for a little while now the, yeah the it kind of came out in november yes yeah, it's, it's doing great we made an album which kind of made us happy you know, like it was a very difficult thing because we hadn't been a band for ten years. You know, we hadn't been in a studio or together for ten years. You know, so it was. Um, we kind of went into the studio and wrote and recorded an album in, you know, say six weeks, really, from start to finish, and that was what came out of that session. You know, and it's kind of very much an album that just made us all creatively happy. Yeah. Now, we didn't really think about where the fuck that goes in pop music, like where that sits or what radio station yeah, yeah. we should have really thought about that <laughs> but we didn't we just Need made it bills yeah, exactly we should have just thought but we just kind of made an album which we were like yeah this is cool we love this you know like um, but you i guess you feel like, like you got to the stage where you could kind of do that if i'm honest it was more about the fact that we were just kind of excited that we were working together again and yeah. and, uh, and we broke up because of massive musical differences you know and so the fact that we were actually in a studio and weren't rowing about every little thing and it was kind of like we were kind of just getting on with it and it all seemed to be working and we all had this kind of um massive common ground of stuff that we loved you yeah. know and we just kind of like fed off that rather than our differences you know so it was um it really worked you know and it was fun we made a really fun little album out of it you know but the next album will probably um you know we're going at it differently we're taking a really long time to do it you know we're kind of already starting it now so it's yeah. um you know so we'll see that i mean that's obviously your you do all these other things as well acting mm. and stuff but like music is kind of your real passion i guess yeah i mean it's kind of um it's kind of weird like i never really thought i'd be a musician you know like i'm not like a naturally gifted musician or anything it's not like i'm that way inclined i always thought i'd be an actor really like i went to school to kind of went, wanted to be an actor and oh, okay. then i kind of wrote some silly songs with my mate and then we got signed and then we kind of ended up being in a band and that worked and you know then i carried on doing that and then now i'm doing it again you know so it's going you know i never really know what the fuck i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> rolling do with you, it having kids and, and kind of being an artist and you know be, obviously being a very talented person is do you feel like you're sort of putting extra pressure on your children to kind of follow in in those footsteps or how, how, do you, how do you encourage their own yes. interests and stuff yes i do feel that right. <laughs> <laughs> i know i shouldn't i know i shouldn't push them but i do want them to play music and i kind of um like i love it i absolutely love playing music and i love music i love listening to it like i get so excited when i find something new that i love you know and i and i will play it to fucking death yeah. you know and i and i will play it to everybody i know and shoot messages around like like listen to this band listen oh you're to this. that guy i'm that guy <laughs> right. i'm that annoying guy yeah. you know and, and i really do love it so like um i want my kids to have that yeah. you know because it really does in, in thrill me you know music so i kind of want them to have that but i mean so far they kind of um my daughter i think i think could have 
could have it. My son has got a great little voice. You know, Trixie's obviously one, so who knows? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'd like they could start to... the band together, couldn't they? Exactly, totally. Like Hanson. That's, what I'm hoping. that's exactly what I want. Hanson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, funny. It's, it's, I'm like that. I've, I've kind of already started. You know, we play music to the bump and all that kind of thing. And play yeah, like man. Yeah, Prince yeah. and only good music. I can't. Yeah, yeah. I want to have the kids who have the cool taste in music kind of growing up yeah totally yeah yeah, yeah kind of, exactly do you know um like uh, uh, recently like um i say recently for the last couple of years but um because my kids don't really like it when i read them a story they like it when i make one up right so it's quite a lot of pressure every yeah. fucking night to that make something up stressful. i mean to be fair i'm quite good at it <laughs> <laughs> but um but literally i just start talking and something comes up and i just roll with it but i mean they're fucking shit the stories i tell they're absolutely <laughs> terrible but they seem to really like it right and so but when i read one from a book they're like it's just you know no tell us the one about the fucking matchbox or something <laughs> that i've made up you know so um yeah. maybe you should get into writing children's books children's right. books that's my next thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, no no i don't think so especially the stories i tell but re- so so every now and again i just play a song you know which is really cool man and like there's a there's rule no talking till after the song and then we can talk about it you know and like um, i fucking love doing yeah, that yeah. Man. so like um so we've been through loads of elvis and the beatles and you know paul weller and kind oh, of like sweet. we've kind of done loads of different stuff you know but like it's really hard because um you'll play something and suddenly realize that there's a fuck in it Right, you know, right, and it's too late, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. Which is, uh, which, which is, uh, you know. And, and Isabel obviously knows as well. as like, <gasps> yeah. You know, I'm like, right, okay, forget. Don't tell mommy we played this song. <laughs> Do you not have yeah. like a swear jar or anything like that in your house? No, we don't. No, no. no. To be honest, they're really good with stuff. Like they never say anything like that. You know, yeah. they're kind of quite good with things. No, but you do. Yeah. But I do. Yeah, 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 so. yeah, yeah. Isabel pulls me up on it quite a lot. I'm okay. quite bad for that, to be fair. Yeah. And it's not um, not too big a deal, I guess. It's, I don't think they it's know that the much. Of it. Yeah, they they know that they shouldn't say that stuff at school. I think you can be too kind of you know prescriptive about that kind of stuff and like too over the top. Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah, because you can kind of encu- like if you're like strict, you're never allowed to swear. Like you know, if anyone yeah. utters a swear word, that's only going to encourage them to be like, oh, it's well. Do you know what? Right. Mm. So uh, there's this story about when I was about. What what age do kids start to like say their first words? Like I don't know, but like sort of like depend two like, like probably before that probably before that. 16, okay. 18 months. So I'm about that age, right? And yeah. I'm in the back of my mum's car, and my dad, my mum's driving, and my dad's in there as well, and my uh, or my dad's driving. So he winds down the window to ask whether someone was like in a car park. Like, oh, sorry, mate, are you going so I can punk? And as the window comes down, you just hear they just heard from the back seat. Fuck off! Just fuck off! Like really? And my parents. <laughs> my parents. Amazing. Look around at me. And my mom's like, I don't know where he's got that from. I just go, I don't know where he's got that from. And I'm just saying, I don't know what I've said. And then it was about, and they were like, oh, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> and it was about a couple of weeks later. My mum was driving, and my dad was in the passenger seat. And this guy cut my mum up, and she wound down the window and went, "Fuck off!" Oh, yeah, amazing. Off. And my dad brilliant. was like, "That's where he's going from, being <laughs> brilliant. in the back seat with you driving." Absolutely brilliant. Uh, yeah, so kids pick that shit up. They do. Yeah, they yeah, fucking yeah. do. So Matt, one of the other things I, I guess um, that's different from you know, normal people like me and Jamie, yeah. um, when you're a celebrity, <laughs> is, you know, the issue of, like, your kids being in the public eye. Mm. Is that something that you worry about and that you have to plan for? Yeah, like, we've talked a lot about that. You know, as soon as Isabel was born, we kind of, um, you know, there was a few shots of, like, um, of Emma 
quite heavily pregnant, you know. And then like there was um there was a photographer waiting outside the fucking hospital when we when we left, which was really fucking weird. And we were like, oh shit, we need to address this now. Yeah. And we never really thought about that really, and so we just made a rule that we would kind of keep them as private as possible, which is increasingly more difficult, really. I think you know. Um, but like. For instance, your kids have to go to fucking school, right? Mm. Like, how weird would it be if one of your kids was famous in your class? Though? Yeah. You know, if I say famous, you know, but, like, if people knew who they were, that's a fucking weird thing, you mm. know? So, uh, I mean, it works for some people, and it works great, you know, but we kind of... um I didn't want to have to deal with that. Yeah. It was kind of for them and for us. It was, you know, it was just like, I don't really know how I would deal with that or, or so like, do you, so do you not do the school run in that? Like, yeah, you, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. We um, do it every day. Oh, like, right, right, school's right. really cool about stuff like that. Yeah. Like, you know, like, and there was once a photographer outside the school, which was fucking weird. But I mean, Emma's on this shit in like, she is all over it. So imagine. she's like, um, she's got a publicist who is like, we've got a fucking um, thing out that like, you can't take pictures of our kids and put them in anything, you know, like an um, injunction, an injunction. Yeah, yeah, against, oh, against the pictures oh, of our children, you, okay. you can, yeah. yeah. And, and to be honest, and it, no, they shouldn't no. take pictures of kids anyway. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. I think it's, it's actually illegal, isn't it? I think you're not allowed. But the thing is, they fucking do, and they get away with it as much as you can, you know. But like now, they have to fuzz our kids out if they put them in anything. But I mean, occasionally one slips through, and like you have to then get someone on the phone, <laughs> you know. But then they re- then they take it down. It's normally websites, to be yeah. honest, that, that print that shit. So, um, um, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not the one Emma is all over that like a rash you know <laughs> so she's on it you know it's a weird fucking concept for kids to understand as well because uh, I don't know how to say this but fame is not something which has ever really appealed to me do you know what I mean like I know us that uh, people always fucking say that you know but like it's not been ever a real drive for yeah. me or, or Emma you know like it's kind of like we do our job and we love what we fucking do and I love performing in front of fucking people that know my songs and scream and shout that's fucking cool as hell but I don't want to be bothered when I go to fucking Tesco yeah. do you know what I mean like and I don't want to be bothered when I'm out with my friend you know like so just, you know and I will and it's cool and I'll be nice to people whenever I meet them but it's not like something I crave but fame to kids is enticing. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's intrigued. Mm. Like, they like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, my kids find that fucking fascinating. Like, I have to be... I, I made a... I make a point now of it when people... If people ask my photo when I'm out with my kids, I will do it, you know, at certain points. Certain times I'll say no, but um, only if I'm with one and I don't want... You know, like, I don't know what to do. I don't want them to be in photos, obviously, so it's very, very difficult. But I'll make a point of afterwards talking to them about that and saying that's not cool you know that's right. not what I want that's the downside of doing what you know right. like, and, you know, and, and it's not really it's not because it takes two seconds and it's cool and it makes someone's happy and I think that's a fucking cool thing you know I don't mind doing that but I don't want my kids to think that that's something to strive for yeah, do you know what I mean that's not the reason to get so, into it yeah that's not yeah. the reason to right. fucking no, get into it that makes sense yeah. you know and, um, and like uh, they came home the, they, recently and they were talking and they were like, um, they were saying that someone in their class was saying that me and mummy were famous. And I was like, we're not. You know, mm. I didn't know what the fuck to do. So I was put on the spot and we had to have this conversation now. And I was like, well, we're not really. You know, like I was like, I, I'm in a band and people that know, that like my music know who I am. And people yeah. that watch mummy's television programs know who mummy is. But the queen is famous. Right. You know? <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, who the fuck do you know? Uh, uh, <laughs> Katy Perry is famous. Yeah, right. You know, I was like, shit, like, but like, what do I do? You know, so I tried to kind of swerve that one. I don't know if I succeeded, but to be fair, Katy know, Perry is pretty famous. Is pretty famous. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so I was like, that's um, yeah. So I did. I didn't. I was put on the spot. I didn't know whether I did a very good job at that. But yeah. I'm, you know, we try getting put on the spot is kind of like part of the course isn't it with with kids yeah totally wait till you have to fucking have where babies come from chat <laughs> <laughs> have you so had you've that? had that 
Um, yes, <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> and what's your go-to? Oh my sort of- god, dude, it's so weird. Like, well, the thing is that Emma came up with it because Emma was asked before me, and she had to tell me, so I had to fucking know the story. So when I'm asked, I say the same shit. Uh, so she told them that you go to, when you and the and you know who you're in love with decide to have a baby, you go to the doctor and he puts one in your tummy. Yeah, I was I like. That's, I was like, why did you say that? Well, especially like, if your dad yeah. is a doctor. I mean, that's, yeah, that's exactly. You know I mean? That is it. Yeah. 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 I was like, yeah. So, um, so that's what we go so with. That's the line. That's what we that's go the with. Willis line. Yeah, that's, oh, our, that's our story at the moment. Yeah, okay. And you'll have yeah. to adapt that, I guess, as they get older. Well, I'm pretty sure you just fucking you work learn it out from your then. mates, don't you? Yeah. 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 We did the NCT quite recently. Right? Did you do? Did you? Do I NCT? did. Yes, yeah, I yeah. did. How did you find that? Um, well, we went for like a three day thing. Yeah, like I did a, the like two day. Yeah, like, two, yeah, 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 I think yeah, it must be like two days. Course. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was kind of. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I found just talking to, you know, kind of like people weird. You know, yeah, right, right, like right. um, you know, it was um, it was it was a really weird couple of days. I can't re- remember it that well, but um, but what I do remember of it, it was in like some weird church hall in the middle of nowhere, and it was very strange. Yeah, we missed the one that was closest to us, so um, and they were all booked up, so we had to go like forty-five where, minutes where away. Was it? I have no idea. It was in the middle of Hertfordshire somewhere. Right. Okay. But doesn't had... that kind of like defeat the object a little bit? Because aren't you supposed to kind of do it with like people exactly, in areas? So exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we, 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 we we didn't we didn't know anybody, <laughs> and we don't, and we'd never met anybody. But but also where we lived, we lived in North London at the time, and there was um there was such a big community of mums and stuff around that we just kind of um. You know, we didn't really tap into that. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. No, we had, I mean, just for my experience, we, I turned up and I was already a bit like sceptical of it. And I was a bit like, this is more for Nat because it's like for her, you know, her mum's. Yeah, and yeah. I turned up and my nose was put out of joint. But like as I walked into the room, because the guy, because I just bought the new trainers and I thought, oh, I'll wear them to this. I'll be the guy with the new trainers kind of thing. And I walked in and the guy sitting next to me had the exact same trainers on. No. So I was immediately what? just like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, yeah. So immediately I hated him. It took me until about lunchtime to kind of have that chat with him of like, nice trainers. And then we kind of learned like, yeah, nice trainers, yeah. Oh, oh right, so he didn't act like he hadn't noticed. No, he knew, oh, he okay, had noticed. He knew, yeah, 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 yeah. But the other thing was, um, we were kind of all a bit like, everyone was having jokes and everyone was trying to be like, kind of make friends and all that kind of thing. And everyone's on high spirits. And then the last hour, the teacher, I say teacher, but she's passed around sort of like A2 photos of... I mean, stages of birth. And they were really? like the most graphic shit yeah, I've yeah. ever seen in my life. Like, not even joking. That There was one, I don't want to, I mean, it was, I can, I'll never unsee that. Like, I'm yeah, not, yeah, I'm, you know, and, and it was really weird. The atmosphere in there just died like of that. Course. And everyone just looked like Vietnam War veterans of just yeah. like, I've, I've seen some <laughs> shit. I just can't, everyone just kind of what was it? What was, it what was it of? It was like, yeah. like head. Oh, really? Fully, pretty Dude, breached, no. like and like, but like super close up as well of like extreme close up, extra of like the back side of a woman, basically. Whilst oh this, from, I mean, I yeah. kind of found that a tad unnecessary. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, did you gonna... not have that in yours? Uh, I don't remember that. <laughs> don't <laughs> you just blanked that. it out, though. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember that. No, that's pretty extreme, right? I thought yeah. so. That really scare every woman in there as well, that's and like, every yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty horrendous. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Actually, I mean, I was gonna say that you better get used to it because that's kind of what it's like. But it's actually you don't really need to stress yourself out overly by seeing stuff like that before you go in for the birth. Mm. 
My wife used to watch that program one board every minute yeah, all right. the time. Yeah. All the time. And I well, used before? To go, before. Oh, wow. know, I used to go, why are you watching this? Yeah. Gonna like, like, this is this, like, some of these women have a horrible time. Why are you putting yeah. yourself through it? And she just liked to know, you know, like to see it. She still loves it now. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. God. She gets all emotional watching it. It's Christ. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm going to go business end. I think I've been thinking about this quite a lot. I mean, mm. did you go, Seth, did you go business end during I, the birth? I didn't, but not because I wasn't planning to. It's just that. I, I think I probably talked about it on one of the other podcasts, but I was in a situation where it happened quite quickly and Alice had to kind of basically oh, right. lie down on the floor and there wasn't really proper support oh, yeah. for her. So I ended up basically using, but wedging myself behind her as some sort of like human pillow. Right. And so, you know, so, to make her comfortable. So I couldn't actually, I could sort of, I was, I was craning over and I could see sort of over her shoulder what was going on. Uh, and that was enough for me, to be honest. Yeah. Did you go business end? I did not go business end. No. No, I was not allowed to go. Oh, really? Yeah, it was very firm. <laughs> really? You, you do not go down there. Well, uh, uh, I was kind of happy about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it would have been quite amazing to see, to have seen that, you know. But um, I saw kind of like the very end of what happened, you know. But yeah, was, yeah. Um, I didn't actually see the first bit. Yeah. Really. I heard a comedian say it once. He said, uh, yeah, I went... I went down business end and um, it was like watching my favourite pub burn down. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> and that's kind of stuck in my head a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so you've just come back from New Zealand, Seth. I have. How was the flight? That was actually okay. So the flight to New Zealand, to Wellington, which is where my uh, my partner's family live, is about if you're lucky you can get there in like 28 hours and we were lucky so that was that was the shortest flight time and of with, course, with the five with, with the, the five with month the, yard yeah well we, wow. should, we were away for a while so she was about four months when we left right and okay. then yeah five months when we came back you've come back with a different right, wow. different age baby exactly yeah, yeah. but it that was actually fine and, and we kind of knew that beforehand like people obviously you don't know until you try it yeah yeah but people had said to us that if you're gonna do a trip like that, you're better off. That's going a good age to go. Yeah, yeah. totally. Because the the those big planes, especially, are like a, a giant like white noise machine. Yeah, there's just oh, a, right. a yeah, constant great. hum. So, you know, she would obviously get up wanting to feed and stuff, which you know happened quite quite frequently. But then you'd put her down, and she'd kind of just nod off. And we certainly didn't really have any serious kind of screaming fits which is what we were worried about we were worried that we would kind of be those people on an aeroplane when yeah totally, there's yeah, someone because yeah. i've been in that situation like plenty of times and you like look at the and, and you feel bad because you're you can see that they're trying but you're what just like do? exactly that's the thing you realize they can't really do anything about it but you're like it's still really fucking annoying yeah, that's and true, i was like yeah. i don't want that to happen to us and it didn't and it didn't on the way back either it was quite straightforward we flew back from melbourne and that was fine but we did have one flight from Auckland back to Wellington. We did a little road trip and then we flew back to Wellington. And it was just a one hour flight, but it was on this like sort of tinny little plane. And that was a fucking nightmare. Like about halfway, like I said, an hour flight, about halfway in, she just like started to crack it and there was just nothing we could do. And, and everyone did start turning around and like giving us the evils. What did you do? Did you start giving it back? You know what? It's funny because that, that was my fear that it it would be like terribly embarrassing and I'd like, you know, I want to basically die. But it wasn't, I didn't feel like that. I felt like we're trying our best here. And if like, if you can't deal with that, then like, fuck you essentially. Yeah. Yeah, man. Have you done many, like, have you taken your kids on many long haul flights? Yeah, or? like, um, but not like, 
Um, nothing too long haul. Yeah. No, no, um, uh, <laughs> no. Like, that is a good ace to go. Like, for instance, Trixie's one now. We went to um, we went to Spain recently, and she was about, must have been about 11 months. It was not that long ago. And, um, and that was challenging, you know, like a few times, because she's bored and she wants to do stuff, you know, and like she has to sit on my lap, and, you know, like it's, um, it's boring for her, you know. So we're, there was a lot of walking around, yeah. you know, and plus she started walking and she wanted to walk, you know, so she was like kind of stumbling down the, you know, down the aisle, which yeah. was, um, you know, which is always fun. She didn't scream and cry, which is awesome, you know, okay. so that was what I was kind of worried about. She's not really that kind of baby, but um, you never know, like, because I always remember like one time I went on a flight and my ears didn't pop. And it really hurt me, you know. Mm, I was yeah. like, if you were a baby and that was happening to you, and you're like on this thing, you're like, is this going to be forever? Yeah, you know. It, so yeah. um, I was a bit worried about that, but she was cool. Yeah, you know, so it was fine. But 28 hours. Yeah. Whoa. It's a weird, weird. I mean, you, you, I assume you've been over to like the Antipodes before. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You do get yeah. into like a kind of a zone where you just, it, you know, the hours just sort of like tumble by. Yeah. And then yeah. you come out the other end, you're like, I can't actually believe that we left like over a day ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, weird. weird. It is really weird. But when you have a baby in tow, it's like especially like hard because normally you can kind of switch off and like watch loads of films and hopefully get some sleep. Mm. But you can't really if you've got a baby because you're constantly having to kind of make sure they're okay. Yeah. My question to you is do Alice's breast work at 40,000 feet, which is something basically Seth was a bit didn't know whether that's a really good question yeah yeah yeah. so did they they did yes yeah they did okay even more highly pressurized yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely you kind of want to feed them as you're gaining altitude because that's when there's the pressure right change and the and the the sucking helps their you know helps oh helps their ears of course right great yeah so you kind of have to time it right what you're on the tarmac boob in hand (laughs) <laughs> right and ready uh, until you know waiting for the, the plane to start moving and then you know when it gets to a certain speed you're like right let's go and then you just stick it in there right um, wow you don't have to wait for the seatbelt sign to go off or anything no you don't no because oh, nice. you have them on yeah, your, yeah. Your, your lap at that point right. uh, on those extra extensions things right um, so yeah you can do all the all the, the breastfeeding you like at that right. in that kind of situation <laughs> So that's the end of part one. We'll be right back with part two. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. But I was going to ask about your new because I was, I was listening to it today, actually. And I think, I mean... 
a it's really varied and i think there's yeah, kind yeah. of like some you know it's got there was one track which i think was the second track on the album which was like really like chromio that kind of that kind yeah, of man, you know, yeah, chromio yeah. like yeah, that yeah. kind of like you know yeah, yeah. 80s kind of like synth kind of yeah vibe. totally that's yeah. A, that was a big yeah so it's quite a big you know obviously you're 10 years old or whatever from like year 3000 which was yeah, by yeah. the way my jam my jam my jam my jam My first job was at Top of the Bob Saturday. Right, right. And that was, uh, I think you came on it a couple of times. Right, and probably were on it every fucking weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> playing that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we yeah, yeah. just would go crazy all the right, crew right, right. to what being a dad how how has that influenced your new stuff or has it do you find that that kind of like that perspective's kind of influenced your music at all I don't think so no no I mean to be honest I mean this this record like, the thing is that I think why this record is so different is that normally a band would evolve over fucking 10 years you would hope so you know like and, and you evolve as people anyway you're not into the same shit that you were into 10 years ago yeah sure you know you still like that stuff like I'm still I still like the bands I was influenced when we wrote what I got to school for and stuff but I'm yeah. not that's not my main love I don't suppose now you know you just evolve over time and we just evolved apart so when we came back together we just kind of had all these new influences and all this new kind of direction so that's kind of what happened but um i don't know if it was really influenced by my kids yeah 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 because i was i was listening to your podcast that you did with uh scroobius pit right yeah and i um you were talking a bit about that about how you had this kind of when you you know when busted first became big you were kind of like straddling this thing where kind of you felt like quite kind of like rock and roll but you were being kind of marketed at, as this kind of kid band essentially. yeah yeah so that must have been quite a kind of awkward thing that you were yeah like i mean it's 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 funny because in the one hand you're like um you're super grateful to be doing something you love right and you're kind of like yes i'm i'm in this amazing position and i should be really grateful for it like we're selling records and people seem to like us and you know but then you kind of go this isn't really what i what I intended for my band. So, I mean, when I look at how we're perceived and how we're marketed and what the public maybe think of us, this yeah. isn't really what we fucking plan to do. But it's working, so shut up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, that came up and again and again and again through my kind of career, really. Yeah. But you were like sort of behind the scenes, you were kind of living a, a quite a, a rock and roll lifestyle, were you? Yeah, I think so. You know, I mean, especially during the, the, the kind of later busted years and beyond, really. Yeah, it was kind of quite raucous and quite crazy but wicked you know plus you fucking got away with it because you're in a pop band yeah so no one thought you were gonna <laughs> yeah, do yeah. anything you know but i have to say man like those smash hits tours like even like after busted right like i mean like i did a solo record which was i suppose a little bit cooler than what busted was or whatever you know like and but they were nothing like those fucking early smash hits tours were the most insane things like they're like everyone was just fucking off it the whole really? time it was crazy it was amazing god <laughs> but you, you've you've said speaking of it you you've said that fatherhood is kind of what inspired you to kind of kick all that kick the alcohol kick the drugs that kind of thing and and yeah and is that i mean i mean tell us about that because that i think that's something that probably quite a lot of people find and and, and go through yeah i think that was um i mean uh, i mean for me personally i tried to get sober so many fucking times you know and i've been given and i had so many reasons to stay sober you know that but nothing really worked you know i went to multiple 
rehab centers i fucking couldn't face another one you know i went through that so many times and but nothing got me sober you know i was always kind of pretending i was always kind of doing what people said i should do and kind of faking it you know and kind of going yeah i should go and sort myself out but then in two months i can fucking go back to myself mm-hmm. and everyone will think i'm great you know yeah. or whatever but then we had isabel and everything fucking changed you know like and it's one of those one did it just change like overnight no no well i suppose so i mean i knew you know like i still fucked up like after isabel was born you know like it took me six months to get sober in that time i tried fucking hard you know like in the first six months but i kept fucking up and then i missed her crawling i was out getting smashed and um you know i kind of missed that fucking thing you know and the thought of not having her you know and and kind of being that disappointment which i constantly was to other people Mm. you know but being that fucking disappointment to her was just too much for me to deal with you know so yeah that kind of uh that was the one thing and then i just went i just kind of went you know i went to meetings and i kind of went one day at a time and i did everything they fucking told me to do with for the first time ever i read that book i did (laughs) you know i did you know like and to be honest i I mean i'm not i'm not a fucking aa guy i'm not really a a kind of one of those dudes I don't go to meet you know it's not really part of my life now but I did anything you know to kind of stay sober at that point yeah. and, it, and it and it all probably worked you know because I did you know so it's um uh yeah but I think there's there's something about you know like um you know the thought of her or any child seeing their parent in a yeah. disappointing light mm-hmm. is not fucking cool man you know like you know you want to be you know that's the last thing you want yeah you want to be a hero to them completely they never want to be the opposite to that and Mm. the complete fucking opposite to that so yeah that was um that was the kick up the arse i needed Mm. and that's eight years now yeah eight eight years yeah well congratulations on that thanks mate thanks mate really good if one of your kids came to you like in the future and was kind of wanted you know not came to you but you felt you you know they were partying that kind of thing like mm. how what's your kind of like what would your approach be to that kind of like the drink and drugs and that sort of thing that you know most teenagers especially in london are kind of like not subjected to but in that world i think everywhere they're subjected mm. to it i think it's um <coughs> you know wherever you go there's there's that you know the thing is i've thought about this a lot mm. and i'm like first of all alcohol was not in my house you know like we're not a, a kind of boozy family you know so like i remember when i grew up it was quite prominent in my life and you know it was kind of a big thing i don't know whether or not that fucking made a difference i don't know you know i've i've tried to think about this so many times about what how i'm going to treat this and how i'm going to deal with this and i think the one thing i can do is is kind of tell them you know how this affects me yeah you know how this can go so fucking wrong and you know and i think i think that's all i can do you know really you know because and also you know without being a fucking weirdo I don't know if I want them to not experience certain things in their life. Yeah. You know, this is a fucked up thing to say. <laughs> no, no, no. I totally know, get but that. I don't know if I want them to never experience certain fucking awesome experiences. You know, yes, I was a fucking wreckhead and I took it too far. But that's not to say that they're going to be yeah. a wreckhead. Sure. I want them to drink. I want them to have a good time with their friends. I want them to fucking maybe go to raves. You know, yeah. who knows? I want them to experience those things which were massively positive moments in my life obviously i took it too far and made it a negative but um you know i don't know you know i don't know how i will respond to that if i see things that are trouble i think i'll be able to respond to that trouble and i'll be able to see it coming but um i don't want to be some preachy dickhead yeah yeah no you want to be yeah i i get that yeah um you've kind of i mean just from your sort of twitter instagram and, and all that kind of fitness seems to be your new 
kind of drug fitness and healthy eating and that kind of thing yeah i'm a bit of a fucking kind of got into that. that quite hard yeah, yeah. Right? well i go through waves dude like um, <laughs> what does like, it involve <clears throat> what my the, fit, the, the healthy eating and stuff well i mean i'm a bit of a fucking nutrition nerd like um well the thing is it goes through waves like i, I was kind of um i just <laughs> you know i kind of uh i'll be really fucking strict and really good for a fucking ages and then i'll say right well i'm now i'm gonna eat like shit because i want to put on some muscle or some <laughs> bullshit term that i tell myself which is really i just want to fucking eat shit and just laze about but i love training i train every day like, I, I would train twice a day if i could but um my wife doesn't like that <laughs> but, <laughs> but now I, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have a garage and I kind of put like a little mini gym set up in my garage and I train in there every day now and I fucking love it I love training That's, so much I'm impressed I wish I had that dedication you're playing Glastonbury this yes, year, right? mate. Yeah, that's yeah. huge. Yeah, it's gonna be have great. You, you have you done that before? Have you no, I've never it? played. I've been there a couple of times. We've we played lots of other festivals, but this is the first time at Glastonbury. Mate, is that that's like the pinnacle, basically? Yeah, man. I mean, like it's it's on the fucking bucket list for sure. You know, we're we're super stoked. I've actually just sorted out my accommodation today because it's suddenly like big tent. Yeah, like we're like, what the fuck? Are we? Oh shit, we we got a weekend pass. We need to make this. So Emma's got the time off, so we're going to go. And we you going with the kids? No, 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 uh, we're not bringing them. I think uh, Emma wants. That's to a shame. Go. I think Do Emma you... wants a bit of a night out that night. Right, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. but unfortunately, we have another gig in Newport the day that we play. So we're going to go on the Friday, and then we're going to play on the Saturday, and then we get the tour bus to Newport and play a show there, and then drive back through the night and wake up again in Glastonbury okay that's cool but we got a tent in Glastonbury that Emma's and some friends are going to stay in so so did you not you didn't at all consider taking taking the kids no what? no like um, <laughs> uh, no I mean, I mean the thing is if you're going to take one take them to one take them to Glastonbury yeah, sure. but I want to watch loads of bands yeah. yeah you know like it's very rare that we get something like that that we can enjoy together you know mm. so me and Emma are grabbing it right. you know and yeah. it's like right okay brilliant yeah. they'll have their opportunity to go to Glastonbury that's true. I'm pretty sure they will and maybe we'll go again with them you know like yeah, right. I mean you know like um, it's, it's one of those things I think that's a festival to take your kids to yeah, yeah. totally you know yeah it's it's pretty cool yeah. i've always thought jamie yeah. how are you feeling about your festival are you still yeah we're going to we're taking our baby to wilderness festival in august so if it comes on time it'll be eight weeks old and we take eight it. weeks on it's yeah. going to a festival yeah, yeah. that's fucking cool dude yeah well <laughs> or stupid yeah like oh, crazy well yeah. yeah that's the thing we we kind of haven't uh, I, What's, mean, what, I don't know much about wilderness festival. it's kind of it's very it's very guardian readers middle class right kind okay. of, you know uh angela hartnett has a restaurant there and you know right okay and, and right okay. Full of there, so it's, <laughs> it's very very middle no it's it's you know what, we, we went last year and it was it was wicked. It's like in the Cotswolds. Right, big, nice. I mean, they've got some big bands, but like Bonobo's headlining, right, right. Uh, Grace Jones, and... Um, Fuck, like, Grace Jones is playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, so really? that should be good. And like um, Toots and the Matals, who I'm sort right. of desperate to see. But yeah, that's we, we had friends. We went last year, and we had friends there with a 10-week-old. And they just they said, do you know what? It was, it was wicked. Right. As long as the weather's good, and you can take that's a pram, thing, it? and it's dry, you're fine, because they're just... So you know they're going to sleep yeah, they're going to yeah. sleep and they're going to yeah I mean Glastonbury's a different yeah, yeah. I just think if it's dry and not raining they're going to be in a pram or like a you know like a carry thing on you uh, look if Are it you comes for a weekend yeah right and we're in the family thing you're looking at me right. like I'm crazy but <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've just never thought no, I, of doing that. It's I've started sounds, to think. Cool. Well, I've started to think that maybe we are a bit crazy. I mean, we've got to a stage now where it's, you know, it's getting closer, and I keep thinking, ah, oh, is this the right thing to do? Because 
Who knows? Why man? not, man? Why not? Well, yeah. You know, I mean, like, I mean, as long as she's from feed okay and everything's, you know, you it. keep her dry, that's keep it. Her, uh, the baby dry. Yeah. Sorry, you know, like, um, then it's good. That's what I you think. Know. And you know, it's kind of. Do you know what it is? Do you know no, what it no, is? no, no. We right. don't know. Which is making coming up with names quite difficult. But um, cause right. we've kind of got two na- like two names for each now. We've narrowed it down, so that's right. kind of cool. So you're waiting to see and go. Well, that's yeah. Well, we've got okay. one quite wacky name for the boy, right? Which. <laughs> which we really like but we just think the grandparents will go sorry sorry what you're yeah, calling, totally. that you're calling it that will happen don't worry about that don't but fuck that man do what you fucking want yeah maybe you said the way when I told my dad I called my son Ace right. he was like you you fucking what <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, um, but you know that's and that's like at the time I thought yeah that's pretty fucking out there yeah. that's nowhere near no. out there like no. a friend of mine he's a DJ and he was staying with me recently and you know like his um, his ex wife has now got an, another kid called snow white one oh, word so, that's that's her name snow white wow wow, that? wow that's fucking that is, that's, that's, that's bold as i said you were talking about before that eliza's kind of started well not talking but becoming pretty vocal yes yeah yeah she is she went through a phase of of doing ra- it was really cool actually I, I quite I liked it and I kind of miss it now she was doing raspberries all the time just like constantly blowing raspberries right and then weirdly she just stopped and I didn't I thought that was weird but apparently it's like a, it's like a normal thing they they realize they can do something else and they just stop what they were doing before so now she doesn't do any raspberries yeah. and instead she does this really annoying ambulance noise <laughs> like wee ow wee ow wee ow she just keeps doing it and it was cute at first and then it's, now it's quite like sort of draining yeah well we were around at uh, Will who we had on episode two's house for Freya's first birthday actually uh, the other day and he said watch this and he had her in his arms and he put his uh, beer bottle up to his mouth took a swig went put it down and she just went like that, right? Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so, funny. Like, yes, she's yeah. learning. <laughs> like, wicked. And then the other thing is, she's kind of she's learned how to hold her head up, upright. All right. Um, so we've been able to transition from using one of those kind of slings where they sit like towards you and kind of snug into your chest uh, to one of those outfacing ones, so she can kind of see what's going on as we walk right. around. Which is is great that because mm. they keep it keeps them entertained for ages. You can just go out for a walk and they're yeah. just like gurgling away and making that annoying ambulance sound. <laughs> um, so that that's fun. I've got this all to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny because like from the outside, like nothing's changed. Yeah. In fact, because we, we were away for a month and my parents picked us up from the airport and I was expecting them to say, wow, she's like so different. And they didn't say that at all. And I was then like, why is she uh, making that fucking ambulance? Yeah, apart from the ambulance noise. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they didn't say that at all. And I had to be like, do you think she's different? And they were like, mm, not really. And I was like, oh, right, okay. Uh, but to us, she seems loads different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not like concerned, but like she, she's in the second percentile of like small babies. And she's sort of been on that trajectory for a while. We got a weighed again yesterday and she's still kind of there. And she's just not really like she's fine. She's healthy and stuff. And mm. we haven't had to like go to the, back to the hospital once since she was born. But she's just really small. So yeah, I don't know what what you can do about that. I don't think there's anything you can do. I think you just got to just keep feeding her, I guess. And yeah, just, that's, well, that's what we do. Maybe yeah. she's gonna be a small person. Yeah, she might be. But then she might also have like a growth spurt at some point. There we go. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I had. Did were you tiny? I imagine you were. Because well, <laughs> you imagine me before, ever like, being tiny? Jamie's like six foot. 
four, five. five. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon you were kind of like some tiny little acorn and then you grew into a mighty oak. <laughs> yeah, we've, um, on our, our side of things, we've had the, the massive decision to swap sides of bed. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, because we're getting one of those Chico things that like next to me right, yeah, yeah, things, yeah, yeah. and it won't fit on one side of the bed, which is Nat's side. So right. we've had to put it You've on my side. To the other side so Nat's had to, That is a head fuck. My feng shui is yeah. <laughs> all over the place. Honestly, I, I haven't slept well since and it's That's been about so a week weird. now. Like yeah, yeah. neither of us slept well. It's horrible. I hate it on that side. It's so weird. Like whenever Emma's away, I have to sleep on that side. Yeah, right. It's closest to the cot. So like right. I sleep on that side. I'm like, I hate this side. Yeah. It's yeah. weird though. It's like what a foot difference. It's so weird. It's so weird that they make such a difference, but it does. It does. Yeah. Do you, I sleep on the same side when I'm in a fucking hotel. Right. That's, that's what, what I was going to ask yeah. actually, because I I find it weird in our own bed sleeping on the wrong side. Yeah. But in another bed, it kind of like I just almost forget about it. Well, do you know what it is? And we worked it out. We actually went back and was like, when we were in that hotel like three years ago, which side did you sleep? And we could. Work, I always sleep on the side where the where the door is. Right. Like. So I don't know whether that's a protective thing. You reckon? I think it is a protective thing. I always sleep on the other side, away from the door. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Just by chance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but Alice is a Kiwi, so she'd knock them the fuck out. Anyone (laughs) That's true. You'd be fine. (laughs) Rugby tackled. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, the other thing is, I I said this to someone, I said, they said, how are you feeling about the baby? I said, yeah, I'm just starting to really worry that, and this is, I'm not even joking about this, I'm worried that my baby's going to be a bit of a dickhead. <laughs> like, just, what? well, you never know that kid's going to, I just want a cool kid. You're just, yeah, worried, yeah. do you know what, you want a cool kid. You're like, what if it's a dickhead? What if it turns out to be that kid that's just a, a fucking, fucking dickhead. dick. But also, do you, problem do you, think, you won't think you, that though, that's the thing. Do you I think will. that parents know that their kid's a dickhead? I think I will. Because everyone's like, oh, my kid, you know, he's love. I'm like, you know, your kid's a fucking dick. <laughs> it's you know, true. Like, but do you think we will actually I, secretly know? Maybe. I don't know. I, I have, I think bad dads. I'm try, I try to think I objectively. Think... I'm like, no, my kids are fucking awesome. <laughs> like, I can't think well, of Well, that's really... not objectively. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, exactly. they are, but that is not yeah, like, objectively. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, bias. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure my kid's going to be cool because I'm a fucking legend. But <laughs> I'm, I'm biting my tongue here. <laughs> but you never know. It could just be that kid. A, that kid that's just always ill and just, you know, that kid or just a bit of a, just one I don't really like all that much and just a bit, ah, oh, just wouldn't be mates with. I don't know. That's just something that's, I don't know whether many dads get that anxiety before. Did you kind of? I think I haven't or, thought about that. No, much. but did you before think, what if my kid's not cool? And just a bit annoying. No, I, I mean, I was probably more concerned about them coming out healthy. Right. Like, the worrying about, like, that kind of <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, so was I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a fucking... Yeah, that's a weird worry. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. Don't know. That's just something that's gone through my mind. Right, that's almost it for now. But before we go, Jamie, do you know what time it is? I think it's dad tech time. So I'm going to shock you with this uh, instalment of Dad Tech. I actually own this piece of Dad Tech. It's not necessarily exclusive to dads. In fact, it's not exclusive to dads. It's just a bit of tech, which I've got my hands on. And uh, it's basically baby monitors. And we got around to buying a baby monitor. And I did a bit of research into it. And there's loads you can get. And there's ones that kind of you can get, like, you know, onto your phone and they're pretty cool like you can take that but then you always need really strong Wi-Fi to see it anyway and then what are you going to do anyway if you're kind of like 
Yeah, what are you going to do miles without your phone? away? Yeah, well. exactly. Yeah. It's like I need my phone to yeah. like check Twitter and yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's a, that wasn't really necessary for us. Or you got other ones which are kind of cool. But the one we went with was the Motorola MBP 36S. Um, Catchy. <laughs> yeah, rolls off the tongue, and it's um, it's quite cool because it kind of you can control it from the uh, unit that you get, which is the screen and the controls, and you can swivel it and turn it. Now I don't know, do most of these most of the models nowadays have that? I I guess they. Probably... I don't know. I we don't ha- we don't actually. Oh right, I don't know what we, I'm asking you. Yeah, <laughs> Matt, do they most the model? Do you have I don't a? Know what you mean? What do you mean? Like a baby monitor sort yeah, of thing? Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, but what do you mean? Like you swivel it. Like you can control like it up, a, down, left, right. What, like from the from the from, other part. From my handset, yeah. No. Yes. That's fucking cool. Wicked, right? Okay. okay. Well, we've got one of them, right. and um, and it has night vision. And it also tells you how hot it is in the room, the temperature, right. and you can talk to it. Like you can press microphone, and then and it comes out. Yeah, the so you can thing. kind of go, oh, "Be quiet, That's it's fine, dope. it's fine, go back to sleep." Shut well, up. Yeah, just keep it down in there. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the one thing we had to, uh, I had to convince, I had to convince Nat to get this, uh, basically because her main worry about it, and I swear to you, this is not a joke. Her main worry was the chance that she could look at the monitor. And see the ghost of an old woman looking over the cot. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like that was her main concern. That's her main concern. She even asked about it in the NCT class. She went, "What are the chances?" Like in the main, t- and the woman just didn't know what to say. She was like, "We wrote it down on a piece of paper," and the woman went, um, "I saw one thing. Someone wrote ghosts," and I went, "Yeah, I was just wondering uh, how likely it is that you're going to see a ghost on the baby monitor." And she just didn't know what to say. I so, don't know what to say. No, I don't think anyone knows what to say. But then I started <laughs> thinking about it last night in bed, and I freaked myself out, thinking about, like, you know, you're looking at the baby monitor, kind of going, oh, everything's fine in that cot, and then suddenly you see, like, a, mm, like this old woman, like, hovering over the cot of your child. I mean, it's never going to happen, but this is something... But, but if it did, but fuck. If it, what would you yeah, do? Yeah. Dude, like, um, once I was fast asleep, and I woke up, and Isabel was next to my face right? <laughs> like, I freaked the fuck out like she was about three and I was fast asleep opened my eyes because I don't know why I opened my eyes and my eyes, she was just standing right fucking close to my face not saying anything it's the scariest thing ever yeah there's yeah. nothing more terrifying yeah. than that yeah. kind of like closeness of just another yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway ghost or no ghost we decided to get this and it's got night vision which is freaking that out even pretty more cool. and it's got one of those alarms that go underneath the mattress no and for the breath doesn't. alarm oh why what's that well we have uh, mate this is a fucking nightmare right we have this alarm right that goes under her mattress and we've had it for we had it for Ace as well and Isabel and if they stop breathing for three seconds if there's no movement for three seconds an alarm goes off so wherever you are if you're like but it's on during the night as well so if they get you know the alarm goes off during the night and um the thing is that babies fucking move around, yeah. right? So if they roll off the monitor, <laughs> which they do, you know, suddenly alarm goes off and scares the living shit out. You think your baby stopped breathing in the middle of the night. And sometimes that can happen four or five times a night. It's hell. And also, I would ch- Emma, do you not chuck it out after that? Emma is fucking, like, still using it now. <laughs> like, she's a year old. You're supposed to use it for, like, the first, like, three months tops. We have it for a year. God. And then as soon as she was a year old, I was like, right, we can get rid of that. We can stop sterilizing. Emma's still sterilizing, still fucking using the, the alarm on her. So about three times a night, it's just that she's Ugh. fucking gone up to the end of the bed and the alarm on her goes off. No, we're yeah. not. But now I don't panic. I don't think she stopped breathing. No, I just get it? pissed off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we, we haven't got one of those, thankfully. That sounds it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sure for what it's for, it's great, but yeah. 
it doesn't always work. Though. No. Well, this hasn't got that. This has just got the, the talkback thing. I think that's as advanced. I as like it. the fact that you can control it from your. Yeah, that thing. is cool. I and mean, also, th- if like if your if your missus goes up to check on the baby, you can just go. Babe, would you bring down? Um, yeah. Would you bring or, down or start going. <laughs> I can see you, <laughs> and just start freaking her out. Yeah. I think that's the I'm best. A little thing. woman goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we got that. So basically, Dad Tech, Motorola MBP. 3 6s 115 pounds we got it for oh bargain i think I was it's quite ask good you about how yeah 115 pounds from um amazon but it's it's yes. i think it's an older model for me it seemed to be the best one on the market for us so uh top tip there okay that's it for this episode um i just want to say a big thank you to matt willis thank you for joining us cool man and for the next episode that comes out, yes, uh, episode seven, Jamie will actually be a dad by then. Finally, it will have happened. I will, and I feel uh, I feel like justified being on this podcast at last. Yeah, at the moment, it's not clear why you're here. So, all right, thanks, man. <laughs> and of course, thank you to you guys, the listeners, for continuing to share and download and rate and review our podcast. It's really important that you keep doing that for us, and and obviously. Um, for other people who might be interested in listening to our inane ramblings. And um, and yeah, and come say hi on Instagram and Twitter. We're at Good Dad Ugly. Ugly, 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 ugly. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.